Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. Look at this, y'all. It says, come let us return to the Lord. Somebody say, come with me. Come let us return to the Lord, for he has torn us. See, it takes a mature saint to appreciate that. Tell somebody, he has torn me. Come let us return to the Lord, for he has torn us, that he may heal us. Oh, that's good stuff right there. He tore you so that he could heal you. <laughs> he tore us so that he may heal us. He has struck us down, and he will bind us up. Now this sounds like some people that are, why, why, why would you be getting excited over, that sounds like abuse. But how many know the Father knows what he's doing? And in 2019, we felt, how many have felt like you've been torn on one side and you, you've been pushed down on the other? Well, God said, I tore you down so I can build you back up. Woo. Yes, Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a prophetic message today. And say, he said, and I struck you down so that I can build you up. After two days, he will revive us. Yes, God. And on the third day, he will raise us up. That we may live before him. Let us know. Let us press on to know the Lord. Many of us, we felt God's breaking in his tearing. And we were tempted to run away from him. But no, the more that he tears you, the more that he breaks you, we need to draw even nigher to him. Touch your neighbor and say, draw nigh, draw nigh. He is going out. His going out is sure as the dawn. He will come to us as the showers, as the spring rains that water the earth. I want to use for a subject just real quickly. It's tearing me apart. Anybody ever felt like that? That life kept happening to you and it was literally tearing you apart. That you get one bad news after another bad news and the doctor tell you this and, 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 and your bank tells you that and, and your mechanic tells you this and, 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 your, and your husband and your children tell you that. God, what else? Anybody felt like you've been Job? Y'all know, know that section of scripture in Job that, what, that, that Job couldn't even take a breath before they told you your, your, your barn just got, your, your barn just uh, fell down. Your, a tornado just came and killed your children. All of your oxen just died. And Job said, well, Lord, what else can happen? God said I was tearing you apart God said I was ripping those things off of you that I could not use 
So you have to understand. See, we know in part and we prophesy in part. God gave me a prophetic message at the beginning of 2019 that this was going to be a year of redefinition. Somebody say redefine. And so many times when God speaks a thing to us, we, we get excited about, oh God, you're about to place me over here and you're about, to, you're, about to, you're about to elevate me and you're about to do this. But we have to be all so careful that whatever God speaks does not mean it's always going to feel good, but at the end it will be good. didn't know we didn't realize we know in part and we prophesy in part but 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 see we understand but it is God to make the whole thing whole and everything to make sense and we, we, and many of us in this room including myself part of that redefinition is God God said that redefinition also means to remodel and whenever I got to remodel some things there is a there is a phase of remodeling called demolition and when and when and when a good a good contractor does demolition, demolition is loud. Demolition is nasty. There is drywall everywhere, and there is strength, and there is ripping, and there is tearing. And 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 and, and it, 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 you may have the the beautiful thing in your eyes, but demolition is ugly. Somebody say ugly. How many of you this year has been an ugly year? But I want you to know we're still in the series, the shades of favor. Even in demolition, even in tearing, there is favor in tearing. See, we're talking about the shades of favor. Anybody can point to the favor when you get the new house and you get the new job and, and you find a $50 bill where you thought you had lost it and, 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 and somebody pays for your meal. It's easy to point to that favor, but I want you to know the underbelly, the underside, the unrecognized favor that if I didn't tear you down, look, the word said, I tore you down for the purpose of building you up. That meant I meant I, I needed to do, I needed to do some renovation on you, but there were some things I had to tear out first. And so when we understand with that clarity, now we can listen. Oh God, that was that that is what you were doing in June. That is what you were doing in April. Oh, when that happened in February, God, you were tearing some things down. I didn't recognize it, but now that I look back over my shoulder, I can lift my hand and say, "Thank you, Lord." I can be like Paul said, "It was a good thing." I was afflicted because it tore some things out. It brought some things to the surface. I thought I hadn't got I thought I had gotten over that until I was exposed to something and it triggered something in me. God, I thank you for tearing me. You may be seated. You may be seated. We know that in 2019 and in this redefining year, that in order for us to live our new reality of what God had for us. He had to get rid of some obsolete things, obsolete versions of us. We understand that with our phones. We understand that with our computers. They have, they have updates. Somebody say updates. Your phone or your computer, it will say in the corner there is an update available. And, and, and you can keep ignoring it for so long. But eventually something's going to happen where something doesn't work. And because you are operating on an obsolete level of operation. It doesn't mean that, it was, that it's not good. It's not, it's not good for where you're going. How many of you feel like you're going somewhere? I'm going somewhere. So all obsolete versions of you cannot exist where you're going. It was good to get you where you are, but it's not good anymore to get you where you're going. And some of us, some of us can't walk away from it willfully, and so God's got to tear it away from you. There's some things God had to tear away from us. The fact of the matter is, people of God, that they're, they're in strategy to what God is doing. 
He never takes a thing away unless he's making room to replace it. <laughs> he never lets something die unless, unless he's, he's making room for something to be reborn. He never, he, never, he never lets a door be closed unless he intends to open another one. Y'all got to understand that God knows what he's doing. We don't understand it while we're in the middle of it, but God absolutely knows what he's doing. It's not our job to understand it. It's our job to trust the process. And 2019 has been a process year. It's been a processing year. See, we love, we love the, the, we love the shiny gold chain and we love the, the nice ring and the nice bracelet, but you do know that it does not come out of the ground that way. When gold comes out of the ground, it's not shining. It, it, it's, 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 it's dark and it's rocky and it's dirty. But once the miners get out of the ground, they send it to the refiner. And when it goes to the refiner, you know what he does? He chips away all the impurities out of it. And then he puts it in the fire. And he raises the temperature up to the point where, where the gold liquefies. So all the impurities come out. And when it returns back to its solid state, they scrape off all the impurities off top. So that you're left with pure gold. And you say, God, I want you to use me. And you say, God, I accept what you have for me. And God said, okay, do it, strap up, let's ride. But when the refinement started happening, we said, God, you have forsaken me. God, where are you? I thought you said this was the year I was going to be the redefined. I thought you said this is the year you were going to launch me. He said, yeah, I am. I'm trying to. But the stuff that's in you on this level can't make, can't make it and can't survive on the next level. So therefore, I've got to tear some things out of you. Somebody say it's tearing me apart. We're going to talk about a couple of things. They got told me to tell you specifically. Said, this is the reason I tore you apart. Somebody say, thank you, Lord, for tearing me. Number one is, God said we couldn't move forward based on, your cur- based, based on how you currently were constructed couldn't move forward there were some hurts there were some connections there were some dependencies that you had on others there were some things you thought that's gonna that's gonna be my ticket that right there we already we already were eyeing it that's gonna be my ticket that's gonna be the one that's gonna be the husband that's gonna be the wife this is gonna be the job this is gonna be the move this 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 God said you know what I'm not going to be figured out. I'm not going to be figured out. God said, I had to tear some things up because the way you are currently constructed is not conducive to my overall plan for your life. How many know that God is the architect? See, it's not, it's, it's not by happenstance that, she, that Jesus was a carpenter. He was a person who built things. He's a person, he, he, didn't, he, didn't, just, he didn't just grab, so you know, I'm, I'm just going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to see what it's going to be. A carpenter, a well, a, a, a carpenter, a person is a person that has design, that has the, the ending in mind. They know that this, this is the function of it, this is the purpose of it. And not only do I need any kind of wood, I need certain kind of wood because it needs to function a particular kind of way. And so God being the master architect, Jesus being the master carpenter, he knew what you needed 
before he started building you. He also know what you did not need. He also knew he also knew what you were born with. He also know what you inherited from your mama and them. He also know what you what you inherited for your daddy and them. He said, you know what? I can use this, but I can't use that. I can use this. I can I, I can use that big mouth for me, but I can't use that attitude. And so I gotta turn on some heat on them to burn that thing out of them. I gotta I gotta let some I can I gotta let some offenses come to them so they can sit in there not all the way healed yet. So I can tear it out. Because I love you so much, I'll let you stay on this level before I graduate you and you fall. And we were saying, God, I'm waiting on you. God said, no, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you to accept the tearing. I'm waiting on you. God said, God said, come unto the Lord. Come unto the Lord. Because he's tearing us in order so that he can build us. He is striking us down so that he can build us up. And some of us have been running away from the tearing. Some of us have been running away from, 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 the, from the thing that God is trying. God said, I'm trying. You can't be in two places one time. You can't be here and there. I'm trying to tear you away from that place. I'm trying to tear you away from those people. I'm trying to tear you away from that, from that way of thinking because I've got better over here. But I got to tear you away from it. Number two, somebody say number two. Number two is, I tore you apart so that you would know that all that you need is what I provide. I did it so you would know that all that you would ever need, we sing it, all I have needed, I have provided, but do we really believe it? All these things, all these people, all these places, all these organizations are resources. God is the source. And many of us have our trust in horses, in chariots, in social security, and in, in, in jobs, and in, and in sugar daddies, and Lord, they got sugar mamas right now. Now, now they, they got everything. We, we, we're putting our trust in people, and flesh, and systems, but God said all those things are going to waste away. All those things are going to be burned up in the day when I come back. But the only thing that you can put your trust in is the Lord your God. God said, I'm not going to let you make it and I not get glory out of it. I'm not going to let you succeed and you not be able to lift your hands. I, I, I'm not going to be able to say, and another person going to be able to share the glory. It's God, God said, I'm going to get you in such a place. I'm going to get you in such a place of, of desolation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rescue you from a, such a place that it looks so impossible that every naysayer is going to have to say that was God. I know where they came from. I know their pedigree. I know how many children they had out of wedlock. I know, I know, I know. This can be nobody but God. God said, I was tearing you so they can look and see how bad you look, how, 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 how much your wounds are oozing, how much you don't look like the end product of what you've already declared that God was going to do. God said, I love an audience. I love an audience. God is flamboyant. God is flashy. He loves a good audience so he can show that he's God. God is saying, that's the reason I tore you. 
Jeremiah 17 and 5 says, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength. See, this is what we have to do. And this is even what I wrestle with. You know, and I've been very transparent the last couple of weeks. But, but I see, see, sometimes you can... You, if you're a person like me, you got a bunch of knowledge and a lot of abilities, but sometimes you, that's a blessing and a curse at the same time. And, and a lot of times you feel like, I can just will my way into it. I can just will my way. I can force myself. If I can just be like a bull and will myself, your will is good in balance. Because if Jesus could have willed his way out of that cross, he would have. <laughs> So, so all, all, all type A people like me that, that, that are willing to work hard and, 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 and work when everybody else go home, let me tell you something. That is, that is a good characteristic to have because I'd rather have some strong-willed people than some lazy people any day. But the fact of the matter is, tell somebody, tell somebody you got to have balance. You got to submit. God didn't say don't have a will. He said submit your will to mine. God said that hard work ethic, I can use that. But it's got to be according to my plan, not yours. It's got to be according to my specifications, not yours. And so many of us are trying to will our way into a place that, that is divinely appointed. Flesh can't inherit it. Flesh can't interpret it. Am I telling you to be lazy? No, I'm not. But what I'm saying is you got to submit your members and your will to the working of the Lord. And, 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 I'm, and I'm telling you, God said, I've got to tear that flesh. God said, that's the reason that some things fell to the ground. And it was like it was sand in your hand because you were trying to do it through the flesh. God said, I will use the flesh, but I don't need the flesh. God is a spirit, and he needs flesh on this earth to establish things, but we can't put our trust in flesh. Anybody been disappointed by flesh this year? People that made promises, people that said they would always be there, people say, I'll be your doorway, I got you, doc. People that made, people you made deals and you got excited and you walked away, Lord, this is it, this is the door, and all of a sudden, they, they heart turned, like they, they, they talk to you like they ain't never had the conversation. God said, I want you to depend solely on me. The heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and when I squeeze the right heart, you will know it. It won't be some slickster, it won't, some, won't, be, won't be somebody with their hair slipped back, driving in a Cadillac, saying, I'm going to be your way to the top. God said it's going to be by me or nothing else. Oh God, I hear you. There are some people in the room, if God hadn't shut a thing down, you'd be dead right now. You'd be so far away from God. You'd be so, God, God said, I broke it up because it was going to turn your heart away from me. God said, I tore it up. Somebody do your hand like that. Say, God, thank you for tearing it up. Yeah, I was tearing your life piece by piece because I can't use that. And if, it, if they stay around, they're going to pervert the gift that I got in you. If they stay around, when I bless you, you're going to give it all away. You're going to cast your pearl before swine. God said, I tore it up. Tore it up. Tearing doesn't feel good. number three somebody say number three number three said God I, God said I tore some things up to preserve you he reminded me that there was a little boy that was born in the house of Pharaoh called Moses 
His mama realized that there was something special on this boy. But they had to eat it out to kill all the male babies trying to find a deliverer amongst them. And so there was a period of time where he had to be ripped from his mother in order to preserve him. Because if he had stayed with his mother, the deliverer would have been killed. And God's plan would have been messed up. Let me tell you, God is the master, not only is the master builder, he's the master planner. And there are some things that God allowed to be torn away from you, not for your detriment, but for your preservation. like it the pain felt like God you're trying to kill me no I'm trying to preserve you many of y'all know about me but about almost 18 months ago I had to submit myself to surgery I didn't have to they're gonna say Mr. Jones this is my recommendation well you know it's my body I'm gonna do what I want to I submitted myself to cutting and ripping and tearing so that I could be preserved. Short-term pain for long-term preservation. You're crying over the short-term pain. You're drawn into the episode of now. You think that, th that this chapter is the whole book. No, God said this is your chapter of tearing. This is your season where I am tearing, I am hurting. You may be bleeding, you may be oozing, you may be stitched. You may have to learn how to walk again, how to love again, how to talk again. But do know, trust the process. Short-term pain for long-term preservation. Can anybody look over your life and say, Lord, it was hurt. It was it was hurtful at the time, but it was preserving me. Can somebody just lift your hands and thank God that He preserved you? Come on, come on. You can look beyond this year. Say, God, you were preserving me. God, if I had hooked up with them, it would have been to my death. God, if I had hooked up with that people, with those people, if I had taken that job, nine months later they laid everybody off. God, you were preserving me. I didn't realize it, but there was something in my spirit that would not submit to it. So, Lord, as there was a check in my spirit that wouldn't let me leap, that wouldn't let me jump. God said, that was me. I not only am I light, but I am salt. I am preserved. But salt is a present. When you put salt over a thing, it will preserve it. I mean, I'm you glad that God, thank you for being salt for me. Thank you, Lord, for preserving me. Thank you, Lord, for not letting me die in my trespass and my sin, in my error. God, you preserved me. There were others that stepped out and did that. And, they, and, and, they, and they're in the graveyard they're burning in hell perdition right now but God you preserved me and I'm thankful it didn't feel good at the time but you did it for my preservation can somebody just lift your hand and just tell them thank you number four I'm going to say number four. God said, I tore you because you didn't have the power to do it yourself. You didn't have the strength or the will to do it on your own. You knew what needed to be done. But you were too scared to do it yourself. God said, I love you so much I'm going to rip it from you. You may be mad right now. 
You may be hurtful right now, but God said, I'm ripping it from you because I know what I'm doing. And this is speaking to somebody in this room right now. There's some things you're like, God, you feel like God is punishing you. You say, no, God, I, I'm, I'm trying to get you to your future that I've got in mind for you. But I've got to take this thing from you because you don't have the strength to do it yourself. You don't have the strength to break up that relationship. So I'm going, I'm going to give them a dream and I'm going to scare them away from you. harden Pharaoh's heart Lord I thought he was the one God I thought she was the one God I thought that was the place I was supposed to live and I was supposed to work no 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 God said you know what if you if you follow along this path it is gonna it is gonna choke out your destiny and it may even end your life so I'm gonna shut it down and you'll understand it better by and by Can anybody tell the truth in this place that there were some things God had to shut down because you didn't have the will to do it yourself? <laughs> Can we tell the truth today? That if I had left it up to me, I'd still be doing it. I'd still be there. I'd still be connected. But God had to shut it down. And I'm so glad that he ripped it from me. That he tore it from me. If he hadn't torn it from me, I wouldn't love him like I do. I wouldn't trust him like I do. I wouldn't have peace. Let me tell you something. Peace is worth more than a Maserati. Peace is worth more than a mansion on the hill. Anybody thankful for your peace? He could have let you have it like he let Israel have a king. He said, you know what? This is too important. I got to tear it from you. Somebody tell him thank you. Proverbs 14 and 12 says, there was, a, there was a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end of it, there's always death and destruction. Aren't you glad he didn't let you have your way? I mean, we ain't, we ain't nothing but spoiled children sometimes. God, I just want it. God, I just want it. And he said, no. living for you. You're living for those that come after you. And so my answer is no one. I'm not going to change it. Because I love you. Number five is tied to this. It had to hurt. Somebody say it had to hurt. So you wouldn't go back to it. Oh, God, I thank you. It had to hurt. So you wouldn't go back to it. God said, I had to rip it out. It had to leave a hole. Had to leave a, had to, had to leave a gap in your soul. So that when you get to feeling better and you want to go back to it, you remember the pain. There was a reason we tell babies, hot, hot, hot. We let them touch a little bit of heat on the stove so they, so they have association with. This thing will hurt me. And there are some things that God lets you feel the pain. So that you say, you know what? I don't want to be alone, but I don't want to be alone that bad. Oh, God. Is that anybody's testimony in this place? I want, I, 
I want some companionship, but I don't want it that bad. I want to be accepted, but I don't want to be accepted that bad. I want to be looked at and I want to be, you know, everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants to feel good about themselves. Everybody wants to feel like they're needed and they're important, but I don't want it that bad. It's not worth the exchange of that pain. And God said, I let it hurt that bad so that you won't go back to it. Can somebody just thank him for pain? I I, I know it sounds crazy, y'all, but I thank you for pain. Thank you, Lord, for the pain. Because every time I want to turn my myself back towards, every time I want to turn my mind back to it, oh, the pain. Oh, oh, no, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Get yourself, get yourself together, boy. That's pain. God said, I've got joy for you. I've got to give you temporary pain to get you to that joy. Anybody being blessed by this today? Last thing is the reason I tore you is because my name is on it. My name is on it. look bad from time to time but God is never going to look bad God is never going to look bad the Lord's prayer says that he leads me in the path of righteousness for what his namesake it ain't even about you he's directing your feet in places for no other reason that his name is on the line. There are some things God is doing on you in your life because his name is on the line. And he cannot look bad. He cannot look like a liar. He cannot taste defeat. He said, so I will wheel you over the finish line. I will lead you into places for no other reason I will tell you from places, I will pluck you up, and I will establish you in new places. I will lead you into lands that you don't know what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. I will do, I will do an Abraham, leave your kindred and everything that you're familiar with so that I will take you to a place that you, I ain't even going to show you yet. I just need you to trust me along the way. But do trust. When you get there, you're going to know that I let you there. When you get there, you're going to find a person that is, that is, that is going to establish and meet a need. And you're going to know that it was me that did it. God said, I am the one that orders steps. I may guide you by just one word. I may guide you, but just know that your word is, to, is a lamp unto my feet. Why did he give a lamp on our feet? So that we can see just a He didn't give us a floodlight to, to give us the whole path. He will give us just a little lamp. A little lamp to show us the next step that we're supposed to take and the next step that we're supposed to take but just know that God is guiding you just know that God is ordering every step and you may not can see 10 steps ahead of you but just trust him for the step that you can see God said my name is on the line everybody standing to your feet God said, that's the reason I'm tearing. That's the reason I'm ripping. That's the reason I rip those people and those places and those things 
and those thoughts and those dreams out of your heart because my name is on the line and I will never look bad I will never look like a fool I will never look like a person who is going to lie the word of God says like this in Numbers 23 and 19 God is not a man that he should lie neither is he the son of man that he should repent hath he said it and shall he not do it hath he spoken and shall he not make it Can I submit to you, it didn't feel good. 2019 didn't feel good, but it was for your good. And whatever God has spoken, has God spoken to any, anything in this room, to anybody? Let me tell you something. His name is on the line and God's going to make it good. Anybody feel like God just forgot about you? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's tell the truth. Let's tell the truth. God said, I'm going, God said, I'm still here. And I remember, I remember every, and no word that ever proceeded out of my mouth has ever failed. I'm going to make it good. If you do what only you can do, I'm going to do what only I can do. God said, I'm going to make it good. I'm going to make it good. I'm not a man that I renege on my word. I'm not a man that I get, that I create excuses. If I spoke it to you, I'm able to do it. Not only am I able to do it, but I shall make it good. So now we begin to worship him in this room right now. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, begin to worship him right now that he's making it good. That he's making it good. That he's making it good. God said, I ripped you from it because I need it. If you had stayed in that place, if you had stayed around those people, if you had stayed on that job, I would have looked like a liar. God said, but I'm going to make it good. I'm going to make it good. I'm going to make it good. Hear the word of the Lord. I'm going to make everything good. I'm going to make everything good. I'm going to make your career good. I'm going to make your children good. I'm going to make that marriage good. I am not a man that I should lie. Neither am I, neither am I one that should have to repent. I don't have to turn back and renege and augment what I said. Everything that I said shall come to pass. God said my word is good. Somebody worship him in this room. Come on, come on. God said I'm making it good. I'm making it good. Don't look at it for what it is. Look at it for what I'm making it. God said, you're just in the middle of the process. And the process is not the ending. I'm making it good. I am making it good. I am making it good. Just know that I am making it good. Mother, keep praying. God is making it good. Father, keep confessing. I'm making it good. Wife, don't give up your declaration. I am making it good. Husband, don't give up what you say. I am making it good. Business owner, I don't care if it looks like you're in the red right now. God said, I am making it good. I am making it good. I am preparing a place and a people to usher you. I am creating butlers and bakers to get you to the palace, but I want you to know that I will make it good. It does not yet appear what we shall be. Just know that we're going to be just like him in the end. Come on, come on. I need you worshiping. Come on, I need you to receive this word. I need you to receive this word. I need you to receive the word. I need you to receive the word. 
that he's making it good. I can revive it. 
I can revive it. It's not dead. I can revive a thing. I can revive a thing. I can cause dead things to live again. I can revive a thing. But you got to let me first tear you down to heal you. You got to let me strike you down low so I can build you back up. God said, I'm not going to force it to you. You got to get on the operation table yourself. people didn't kidnap me and say um, Mr. Jones here breathe this stuff in and you, you're going to wake up no I had to submit myself I went early in the morning I signed papers I signed waivers I did all those things I submitted myself to be cut on I submitted myself for them to rip my flesh open I submitted myself and now I'm standing on the other side of it better because I submitted myself to the process. Is there anybody, is there anybody that's going to submit yourself to the process? To God, I'm submitting myself to the process because I, I, I will take the short-term pain, the short-term discomfort, the short-term, the short-term loneliness for long time, for long-term healing, for long-term peace, for long-term prosperity. Come on, somebody lift your hands and surrender. Say, God, I submit to the process. Tear my life apart. Break me down to the studs. Rip everything out that you can't use. Because all I want to do is be more like you. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. share with you I want you to lean in and listen to me very closely there are many of us in this room that suffered a lot of loss many that may hear me on a replay of this on the podcast you suffered a lot of loss suffered a lot of separation you've cried many a tear you've had many a sleepless night even wasted some resources and some money which you thought was waste but the last thing that I'm going to say before I leave that God wanted to tell me wanted me to tell you that nothing will be wasted the time that you spent the money that you spent the emotions that you had invested in it God said, I kept track of everything and nothing will be wasted. Nothing will be wasted. It felt like they used you. It felt like, it felt like they cast you away like toilet tissue. But God said, nothing will be wasted. Do you hear me? Hear the word of the Lord that nothing will be wasted. No time, no effort, no call, no meal you prepared, no hug you gave, no phone call you took, no tear that you cried. Nothing will be wasted. Every good deed that you did, every free meal you served, every time you let them call you in the middle of the night, every time you let them scandalize your name and God said, hold your peace, nothing will be wasted. God said, 
said I kept track. God said I am a good, I'm a, I'm, I'm a good accountant. I keep track of everything. I got the hairs on your head numbered. God said I'm a good accountant. Nothing has been lost. Nothing has been cast away. God said I remember everything and every labor of love and every night of sacrifice and everything and every forgiveness that you have issued and every pardon that you have signed for people that have done you wrong. God said nothing will be wasted. God said I've got long memory. I've got long memory and nothing will be wasted. I'm keeping track of everything. I'm keeping track of the good. God said I, I am serving in both the good and the evil and I will give a recompense at the day of reckoning. God said I, this is the day that you're about to enter. enter what day it is a season of a recompense. I am paying you back for every sleepless night. I am paying you back for every, every thank you that you did not receive from the hand of flesh. God said I saw it. You were building bricks in heaven. You were storing up treasure in glory. And God said you're not going to have to wait till you get to glory to partake in your... Oh God, I thank you. God said I'm keeping track of everything. I'm keeping track of everything. Oh, I got a hard drive that, that never runs out. I am keeping track of every good deed. I am keeping track of every time you forgave. I am keeping track of every sleepless night. I am keeping track of every time you wanted to cuss them out, but you blessed them and said, God said, I am keeping track of it. And nothing shall be wasted. Come on, if you receive that word, come on and worship it. Come on, come on, somebody worship him now. Come on, you, they thought they got away with it. God said, I saw it. Don't, don't even worry about it if I pay them back. Just know I'm paying you for damages. I'm going to pay you for, for, for suffering. I'm going to pay you. If, you. if you suffer with me, that means you qualify to reign with me. I haven't forgot anything. I haven't forgot your labor of love. I haven't forgot the sleepless night. I haven't forgot what you went without in order so others can have. God said, I will repay. Somebody worship him right now. Yes, God. Verse 3 of the scripture says, let, a, let us press on to know the Lord. As much as you think you know him, you've only scratched the surface. Tell somebody beside tell them, press on to know him. You don't understand, I'm torn, I'm hurting, I'm limping. Press on to know him. Press on to know him. It hurts right now. Press on to know him. But it hurts. Press on to know him. He knows the ending from the beginning. He is Alpha and Omega. 
witnessen of our faith. He knows what he's doing. And nothing shall be wasted. Can you hug a neighbor and just solidify this word and tell him, just let him tear you. Come on. Let him tear you. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Put your hands together to celebrate the fact that there's better is coming. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, somebody give God a praise if you know that revival is coming. Here's the good thing. After all that tearing, out of all that pushing down, out of all that rebuilding, the Word of God said after two days, revival is coming. Come on, anybody glad that revival is coming? Come on, come on, celebrate the fact that revival is coming to your life. Revival is coming. Tell them what a revival is coming. Revival is coming. I believe it. I believe it that revival is coming. Come on, if you believe it, come on and make some noise. I don't know how it's going to come. I don't know what shape it's going to come in. I don't know what color it's going to be. But all I know is revival is coming. Revival is coming to my life. Death is about to live again. Come on, hold hands with somebody. Come on, look at somebody in the face and say, revival is coming. The more you submit to the tearing, the more dead things are going to live again. The more you submit to the process, the more that dead things are going to live again. Come on, squeeze that hand good. Squeeze it good. You're holding the hands of a survivor of the tearing process. Not everybody could make it. A lot of people gave up and walked away from him and said, God, just take me now. But you survived the tearing process. And those that survived the tearing qualify for revival. Did you hear me? Those that survived the tearing qualify for the revival. Everybody screaming revival don't qualify for it. It ain't about how loud you scream it. It ain't how bad, how bad you, you, you do a church dance. But those that survived the tearing are the ones that qualify for the revival. Declare to somebody, I'm going to qualify for this. I'm going to qualify for this revival. Oh, when God revives some things, he restores years that canker worms have eaten. Oh, God. He restores. He, he, he makes my skin look new. He, 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 he renews me on, on wings of eagles. When God does some rev revitalization. Oh, God. Do you feel it? 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 Because there is a revival coming. There's a revival coming, baby. There's a revival coming. Do you hear me? Tiffany Cooper, Jones, do you hear me? There's a revival coming. Yes, God. There's a revival coming. All things are passed away. Behold, I make all things new again. I make things new again. 
It'll be so new people won't even recognize you. It'll be so new people won't even recognize you. Yes, God. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you that knees are being renewed. Oh, I thank you. Oh, Lord, I heard that just as clear as I know my name. Oh, that, that knees and ligaments are being renewed. Oh, yes, they are. Oh, yes, they are. Oh, yes, they are. It's going to be a sign unto you that revival has started. I'll start at your body, and then I'll work in your mind. I, I, then I won't stop at your mind. I'll work in your relationships. God said, I'm renewing. Oh, God, I thank you. somebody else's lane and coveting somebody else's existence when you say that you order our steps and if you order us to a season of tearing that must mean you have something better in place of it God we submit to the process that you have for us God we thank you for the revival that you're sending to the house of God revival of our belief revival of our of our our, our, our commitment to the mission of the kingdom. God, we thank you, Lord, that this word has found us today. And that no thing will be wasted. No thing will be wasted. God, we love you. God, we trust what you're doing. Lord, we just had some temporary insanity, God, but we got our, we got our footing back now remove the scales from our eyes God and we see that you're doing something and we don't know all that it's going to be but we know that all that you do is good so we thank you we submit and we strap back in and we say God let's ride and let's see this thing out we thank you Lord that you allow us to survive but now God it's time to thrive in what you've called us to do we thank you for it and we receive this word as hearers and we're about to leave as doers in Jesus name we pray amen amen and amen come on somebody put your hands together if you receive the word today come on put your hands together if you receive the word tell somebody he tore my life up Tuning in today with Fellowship Church, we pray that you were blessed by the message and we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org or facebook.com slash at the fellowship. 
If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.